If you've ever woke up feeling motivated and ready to take on your day and then by like 8.30 you've lost track of everything you needed to do and lost all motivation, I think you're going to love this episode. What does it mean to live differently? Hi, I'm Jenna. Welcome to the Simple Home Podcast. The real reason behind this podcast is to encourage you to live differently. In a society that tells us that more is better and busy is to be expected, I want to give you permission and tips and tricks to help you create a simpler home, simpler days, and cherished moments. Each week, we'll talk about decluttering, organizing, and managing a home. We'll talk about thriving in motherhood, slowing down, and cherishing the journey. Most importantly, we'll have real conversations with real moms who are choosing to live differently and finding joy in motherhood. Take the first step to simplifying your motherhood and head over to athomewithkids.com forward slash resources to find a free resource that's perfect for you in the season that you're in. And stick with me each week as we dive into these topics together. Well, hey there, friend. Welcome to another episode of the Simple Home Podcast. This is actually the last episode for 2020. So what a year it has been. Probably no matter where you live in the world, you've experienced a lot of the same craziness as others in totally different parts of the world, which is crazy to think about, right? We often think we're kind of in our own little bubble where we live, and a lot of the world has gone through the same stuff this year. So I think that's pretty powerful for us moving forward in just knowing that we truly were all in this together. And it just will continue on into 2021. And it's just kind of about what we do with it. How our life is going to look is based on our um, our actions, our thoughts, and, and what we do with the life that we are handed. So I hope you are in a good space, ending out your year, ready to start a new year. And I'm so glad you're spending time with me today. Today we are in the fifth episode of a series that I did called Small Steps to Lasting Change. So this is the last episode in this series. If you have not listened to the first four episodes, make sure to do that when you are done with this one. I've gotten a lot of great feedback on this series and I'm hoping that you can take some of these steps to truly simplify in 2021 and really Um, make these changes stick so that you're not constantly decluttering, constantly organizing, constantly thinking about your mindset and trying to live simpler. So yes, it is a journey, but there's also things that we can do to make vast improvements. So hopefully these five episodes have really helped you set up your new year going into 2021 with success. So A few weeks ago, we talked about how to simplify your daily or recurring tasks. So that was one of the episodes in this series where we looked at some steps to just making some of those daily things or even weekly or monthly, but the things that we have to do over and over and over, like laundry and cleaning and paying bills, all those things, trying to make those simpler moving forward. And today, what I thought we'd talk about is small steps that you can take to organize your day (laughs) because... I don't know if you're anything like me and like I talked about in the intro to this is that 
you know, sometimes we start out with all this motivation and we're ready to just take on the day. We know what we want to accomplish. And then we get out of bed and we realize, well, we've got to make breakfast and we've got to do the laundry and we've got to feed the dog and we've got to get the kids to school and we've got to get ready and get to work. And by 8.30, we're already exhausted by all of those things. And so I really want you to be able to organize your day in a way that's going to set you up for a day of success so that you feel like at the end of the day that you didn't just live moment to moment and just like scramble through your day, but you really kind of had a rhythm going and felt good throughout the day and had some space to breathe and all of that. So that is what we are going to accomplish today. So maybe take out a notepad so you can take some notes because I'm hoping that these steps will really make a difference for you. So let's hop right into the first one. So the first small step that I want you to take is to set yourself up for success the night before. So that means taking a few minutes as you wind down your day to think about the next day. This doesn't have to take very long. You don't have to have any kind of fancy planner or journal or anything like that. Now you can if if it makes it more fun for you, but you can also just use like a three ring, you know, binder or notebook, like those little skinny ones you can get at the store for (laughs) 25 cents or whatever they are. You don't have to have anything anything big. I actually suggest just using one of those little spiral notebooks because you can keep everything in one place that way and you're not scrambling for sticky notes all over the house and have random notes everywhere. So I like to do it that way, but you can also buy yourself a pretty planner if you want. But you're going to spend a few moments the night before to just kind of jot down what tomorrow's going to look like. Write down a couple things that you know you have on your plate. Meetings, work hours, dropping kids off at school, any of those things, just kind of get them out and then jot down a few things that you feel like you need to get done. Okay. But it also, besides just jotting these things down, I also want you to kind of clean up a little bit, tidy up your space so that when you wake up, everything looks ready to go. So pack lunches the night before if you can. Have your kids pack their backpacks the night before and put them by the door. You get yourself ready for the next day by packing your lunch and and getting breakfast ready if you can. Anything you can do the night before is going to help you start your day off better the next day. And it really doesn't have to take very long. If you haven't already, make sure to grab my free checklist. It's 10 things you can do every night so that you have easier mornings the next day. These 10 things take me about 20 minutes to do, but they really do make my morning so much better. So make sure to grab that. You can go to athomewithkids.com forward slash easy mornings and get your hands on that. And it'll just give you a place to start. You can add or subtract things off that list to make it fit for your life, but it just helps if you can set yourself up the night before for the next day. All right. And train your kids to do this too. If they can set themselves up for success, then getting them out the door in the morning is going to be that much easier. The second small step I want to talk about is time blocking. So this is something that I used to use when I was a teacher 
Um, and you know, in high school, you did this without even knowing it, or even just in school in general, where you go to English for an hour and then you go to math for an hour and everything is time blocked and organized for your day. And it just keeps things more focused. You know, you're going to go to English class and you're going to learn English stuff. (laughs) And you know, when you go to math class, you're going to learn about math and that sort of thing. And so you can do this in your everyday life too. Think through your day and set up little blocks of time. Set up, maybe it's from 7 to 9 a.m. in the morning is getting ready and taking your kids to school. That's all you're focused on. You're not also trying to do a million other things, return emails and take phone calls and, you know, get your kids dressed and get yourself dressed and then do the laundry and all these things. Don't add in a ton of different things. Just do getting ready. So any tasks that it takes to get yourselves ready and out the door, maybe that's one time block. Fit in an exercise time block. Fit in a checking email time block. Maybe 15 minutes from 3 to 3.15 or whatever works into your schedule. But actually sit down and think through your day and block it out so that you know what you're going to be doing during those times. And it truly saves you so much. Rather than checking your email all day long, you know, okay, I'm going to wait until 3.15 and that's when I'm going to check my email. Rather than getting to the end of the week and realizing that you never exercise and that's one of your goals, you know that every morning from 6 to 6.30 a.m., your goal is to exercise. And if you wake up and you're like, I really don't feel like it today, you've put that on your schedule as exercise time and maybe it means you just take a simple walk or you do something easier because you're not feeling like doing something really hard, but you're still going to honor that time and do something that's exercise. And by the end of the week, you're going to say, wow, I really did that for myself. I set aside that time and I made it happen. So time blocking is a huge one. If you've never really done anything with time blocking, I also have a little time blocking workbook. It's free. It's on my website. You can go to athomewithkids.com forward slash resources for any of these little freebies, but you can also go to athomewithkids.com forward slash time blocking download that workbook and it has a little blank calendar so you can get started with time blocking. It really does make a huge difference with the amount you are able to get done and the focus that you have during those times. Now, the third thing that you can do is to batch whatever you can. So batching is a concept that a lot of people use in businesses, but this works really well in our homes as well. And what it means is you're just kind of pulling like things together and doing those at the same time. So for example, when I go grocery shopping and I bring home, let's say chicken and ground beef, I try to cook all of my chicken at once and all of my ground beef at once. So if I know I'm going to have chicken tonight, but I also want to have maybe three more meals with chicken in them, I go ahead and I cook it all right then because I already have the pans out. I know I'm going to have to clean them up. I already have all that going. So I'm just going to cook it all at once. And then I'm going to freeze some of that chicken for later in the week. And then I don't have to do it a second time. It takes a lot of time to get out the dishes, to get the energy to cook it, to clean up after yourself. So if you can do that just once, and have enough chicken for three or four meals, you're going to save yourself a ton, a ton of time. Same thing with like ground beef or any anything else that you're cooking. If I bring home veggies to cut up for stir fry or for a soup or for a side dish, 
for any meals like that, I try to do the same thing. I just cut up a bunch of extras and that way I have them for meals coming down the line. Um, And you can always freeze these things if it's not going to happen right away. But just doing all of that at once is really, really helpful. So think about areas in your motherhood where you could batch different items just within your day. So as you organize your day, as you're thinking through, well, tomorrow, you know, I need to do X, Y, and Z. Think about what you can do ahead of time to add to one of those tasks. So can you batch something to make the rest of your days as you go forward in the week feel easier and it really it I mean it makes that day more organized too because you know okay I'm going to spend 30 minutes doing this one thing and it's just very helpful now there are so many things on our daily plates often and we often don't know what's going to come up like it's not going to be the same every single day so some of these things I'm talking about will just help you stay organized but you also have to remember that some things are going to change and we need to be okay with that we have to be a little bit flexible throughout our day but time blocking allows us to be a little bit flexible and batching allows us to be a little flexible too because we've already finished Um, what we were going to have to do over the next few days. And so some of these things help us with that flexibility and help you stay focused and organized throughout the day. Now, step number four, and I think probably one of the most important ones is to put your most important things first in your day, because this is when we have that motivation, right? By the end of the day, we're getting tired um, and we don't, we don't accomplish as much. For most of us, the morning hours are our most productive. So when you're setting yourself up the night before and making that list, or when you're time blocking, think about putting that first part of your day as the most important and now this doesn't have to be things like getting a work task done or doing the laundry or anything like that it could be maybe the relationships or connecting with the people in your household are the most important for you so you're going to put time in your morning to connect with your spouse and connect with your kids and this doesn't have to be two hours of connection it can be 10 minutes of sitting and reading the bible together or you know 20 minutes before the kids go to school that you're just talking and laughing and having fun and you are not distracted on something else so put in these most important things because if at the end of the day if you look back and you're like well I didn't get 20 of my to-dos done but I laughed with my kids today or I you know had an extra conversation with my spouse today you're more likely to feel like your day was a success than if you get to the end of the day and you got all your to-dos done but you never connected with your family That never feels really good. You always, you know, you feel like you go to bed and you're like, man, I don't know if I had one really good conversation with my kids today. That never feels great. So put those things first in the day. Other ideas of really important things might be exercise. Maybe you can get up and exercise right away. That's your very first thing you're going to do so that it doesn't go to the end of the day when likely you're going to say, no, I'm too tired or I've got other things to do. Put it first. Um, Time with God, time with yourself to just sit quietly. Those are very important things. So your most important things don't have to be really productive. They can be these bigger things that are more important in our lives. And we don't have to waste away all those moments with all of our, you know, cleaning tasks and and all those other things we put on our to-do list. So think about putting your most important things first 
really connecting, really, you know, taking care of yourself, getting time with God, all of those things that are super important for you. Write down what your values are so that you can make sure to do these first thing in the morning. Now, with that said, some of it might be work. Maybe you have a work project. Maybe you work for yourself. You're trying to build a business and you want to, you know, you have some goals you want to accomplish and those are really important to you because you know it's going to give you more freedom in you know, in your life or more time with your family, you can put those things first too. Just really think about what is, if I got to the end of the day and I only did this, what would it be that would make you feel good about your day? It probably wouldn't be getting the laundry done. It might be snuggling with your kid and reading a book. So think about those things and put those things first. Give them priority in your life. All right, so let me just recap those really quickly because I think when we think about simplifying our days, a lot of times we think like, where am I going to put this? Where am I going to put this? And I want you to think big picture here. I want you to set yourself up for success the night before. So that's one of the things you can do. Really set yourself up for success. Get some things done that you don't have to do then in the morning. Write down, you know, your big, most important things. Figure out how you can be successful the next day so you go to sleep at peace. The second thing you can do, or these aren't in order, but another thing you can do is to time block. Think about those chunks of time that you have and fill them in with with what you're going to do during that time so that you can stay focused. A third step is to batch anything that you can. So put like things together, whether it's cooking or cleaning or you know, there's a million things we have on our list. Try to batch whatever you can batch. And the fourth thing we talked about was putting your most important things first. What is it that would make you feel like you had a very successful day and feel good about your day? Do those first and then do the rest of your to-dos. Remember, it's okay to let go of some things on your to-do list. You do not have to get everything done. You won't get everything done. Your to-do list is recurring. The next day you're going to have more things and the next day you're going to have more things. It never ends. You never get to the end of a to-do list. So get your most important things done first and be okay with not checking everything off, not checking every box every day. All right. I hope these four little steps are helpful for you as you think about what your day can look like and how to organize it and let go of some things and bring some more important things into your days. Make sure to go back and listen to the previous episodes in this series. And if you would like to hang out more and just stay motivated in between episodes, I want you to come and join my free Facebook community. It is full of people just like you who are working hard to simplify their lives. So just come on over. It's so much easier to do this in a community than all by yourself. And we'd love to have you join us. I will add the link to the show notes and I will add the link to the previous episodes I also want you to make sure to download the time blocking workbook if that would be helpful for you and the 10 things in 20 minutes that you can do at night for easier mornings in the morning. So I'll make sure to link those in the show notes. You can find all of these links and more by going to athomewithkids.com forward slash episode 78. And I just hope you have such a great weekend and I can't wait to talk to you next time. 
Thank you for joining me on the Simple Home Podcast this week. It truly is a blessing to have you here. If you've been enjoying this podcast and found encouragement here, can you take a moment to leave a rating and a review on iTunes? This is how podcasts grow and how they reach larger audiences. And I am so thankful to get to work with so many women and spread this message. So if you have a moment, head to iTunes and leave a rating and a review. I love to read what you have to say, and I might just spotlight you on an upcoming episode. Also, if you think a friend could use this kind of encouragement, go ahead and share it with them. Tell them about the podcast. Tag me on Instagram with a picture of you listening. Whatever we can do to encourage more women to live differently. Thank you so much for listening, and I will talk to you next week.